0: He was a little proud of how he'd done as the freshman mummy. The seniors had picked him up, wearing only a towel, blindfolded him, wrapped him in tape, and dumped him in the dark boiler room. The last one to leave had yelled, Come on, Flash, let's see you run out of this. And then he was gone. When the echo faded, only the low hum and rattle of the machines had remained in Dante's ears. It only took him a minute or so to wiggle out of the tape and rip off the blindfold. He was still wet from the shower, so that was easy enough. The trick had been finding his way out in the total darkness. The room was full of ancient-looking heating equipment, tools, and random bits of iron he didn't want to run into nearly naked. Despite what the senior had said, it hadn't been the time to use his speed. Reluctantly, Dante had removed his towel and snapped it out in front of himself like a whip, figuring it would keep him from walking into something. He had taken three steps before he felt his towel hit something and catch. He pulled the towel back and felt it tear. Son of a... his voice echoed back at him. He had carefully turned around, holding half a towel, and tried the other direction. This time he was luckier. His towel hit something, a wall. After spending forever groping along the wall, he found the right spot. Cautiously, he removed the vent and clambered through. As he blinked in the bright light, he felt relieved to see he was in the locker room. Then he'd seen a couple of girls in volleyball uniforms come around the corner and realized which locker room he was in. He was in the girls' locker room, naked, with only half a towel. That had been the moment to run. On the first morning of the new school year, Dante didn't have to worry about being hazed. Not only had he made varsity, he was also the only one in the locker room. Everyone else is so lazy, he said to himself, turning the dial on his lock. I'm starting every game this season, he continued, yanking the latch for emphasis. The combination must have been wrong because it refused to budge. Man, I hate these things. Why can't we have normal locks, Dante said, a little quieter this time. He spun the dial once again. Somewhere deep in the boiler room, though, something did click. Dante didn't hear it, but someone else did. Chapter 3 Miranda tried to slow down as she approached the front doors of the school. Back when she was a freshman, she'd run to every class because she didn't want to be late. Her classmates lounging in the halls would snicker as she anxiously speed walked past. Nerd, they'd say. Or worse. But when they slouched in right before the bell rang, Miranda already had her desk perfectly arranged. Notebook open and a freshly sharpened pencil in her hand. Another sharp pencil parallel to the top of the page and her lucky eraser in the upper left-hand corner of the desk. Trouble was, no one seemed much impressed. Now, as a junior, Miranda had learned to try to be a little cooler. But it was still hard work. She didn't get teased as often, though people still muttered about how she threw the curve in every class. She even had a boyfriend. Miranda frowned thinking about Vincent. She had been so excited last year when she found out he liked her. The last month of school had been a blur of passing notes and social studies and texting every night. But then she got a 96 on her social studies final. Any cool quota she'd built up that year had been blown when she burst into tears in front of the whole class. And her mom had had a talk with her about distractions and her older sister's full scholarship to Harvard, This year, she had to apply herself to school like never before. This was the year that really counted with colleges, and she wasn't going to let anything stand in the way of getting into an Ivy League school. Even though there were still 20 minutes before homeroom, Miranda couldn't help hurrying as she walked toward the library. Only a few other kids were there, picking up their schedules from Mrs. Constantinos, the school librarian. Usually, Miranda loved libraries and was a favorite with librarians. But Mrs. Constantinos never seemed to remember Miranda, or anyone else for that matter. There had been a Mrs. Constantinos at St. Philomena back when Miranda's father was in high school. He said she'd died. That this Mrs. Constantinos was the other one's daughter or something. It didn't make any sense to Miranda. Once, she'd looked in the St. Philomena yearbook from the year her dad had graduated. The picture of Mrs. Constantinos looked exactly the same. She'd looked in yearbooks even further back and found the same thing. And once, she'd just been paging through the yearbook from the year St. Philomena opened when Mrs. Constantine.